Welcome to the Migraine Miracle Moment. I'm your host, Dr. Josh Turknett. I'm a neurologist, migraine specialist, migraine sufferer, and author of the book, The Migraine Miracle. In this podcast, you'll learn all about how to find your path to migraine freedom without pills. Let's get started. So welcome to the Migraine Miracle Question of the Week. In this episode, we're going to be talking about alcohol and migraines, or more specifically, what you can do if you would like to enjoy an alcoholic beverage from time to time and minimize your chances that uh, it results in a visit from the beast. So this comes from one of our questions of the week. So um, one of our premier resources uh, is Migrant Everland. And once a week, I get together with the members of Migrant Everland for a group coaching session, uh, which we refer to as the clinic chat. So members submit their questions in advance, and I pull a few to answer during our live chat, and we all have a conversation about them there. And we always have a great time in those sessions, and it's one of the most popular features of being a member. Um, and we're usually discussing topics that are not only highly relevant to the migraineur, but also highly relevant to migraineurs who are implementing the Migraine Miracle Plan. And not only do I have a really good time having the chance to connect with our members, but it also uh, really helps to keep me on my toes. We usually get some really good questions from our members, and so I usually spend a good bit of time researching and preparing for these sessions. And so with this question of the week series, I pull out a question from the weekly clinic chat to discuss on this podcast. And if you want to learn more about Migraine Neverland, you can go to mymigrainemiracle.com forward slash end of migraine. And if you want to learn more about our Beast Slayer Training Academy, which is designed to equip you with all of the tools and skills you need to successfully slay the migraine beast once and for all, head over to mymigrainemiracle.com forward slash academy. Okay, so our question of the week uh, comes from Clifford, who is one of our uh, Migrant Everland members who has uh, been doing extraordinarily well and uh, poses this question I alluded to earlier about alcohol and migraines. So Clifford states, since being on the Migraine Miracle Plan, I seem to be even more sensitive to alcohol than before. One drink is like tossing a coin, 50-50 that I will get a migraine. So I'm basically off drink altogether. Is this increased sensitivity to alcohol or the fact that other triggers have receded into the background? Dr. T, I remember from the book that you found that your tolerance to alcohol eventually improved, and you can even drink uh, the demon red wine now. So great question, Clifford. Um, as most migraineurs probably know, alcohol is a very potent uh, migraine trigger. In fact, for some folks, the only time they'll ever get a migraine is in the context of alcohol. So essentially, uh, there's good reason to believe that there's no real difference between the headaches that come from a hangover and a migraine. Um, so uh, for me personally, I'd essentially given up alcohol for some time before I had uh, embarked on the migraine miracle plan. As for me, it would oftentimes send me into a days-long spiral of migraines. I could sometimes um, successfully mitigate it with some ibuprofen, uh, usually taking more than one dose, but I never liked that approach. And of course, now I realize that I was just setting the stage for and often perpetuating rebound headaches by doing that. And that was often why I was ending up uh, with many days of migraine precipitated by a drink or two. And I'd ultimately decided that that wasn't worth it. 
But as uh, Clifford alludes to here, uh, things have changed for me. And uh, while I'm not a big drinker by any stretch, um, I have found a way to incorporate the occasional alcoholic beverage, which I um, enjoy, um, into my lifestyle without it resulting in a visit from the beast, which uh, is huge. So while I certainly wouldn't encourage copious amounts of alcohol consumption, uh, I certainly understand that um, some folks may enjoy uh, an alcoholic beverage from time to time and uh, would want to figure out how they could incorporate this into their lifestyle uh, without it bringing on a throbbing headache every time. So Regarding the first part of uh, his question, it is true that one of the consequences of eating a high-quality, nutrient-dense diet is that it does result, result in a lowered tolerance to alcohol, um, and that's likely what uh, he's experiencing, rather than that its impact as a trigger is being amplified. So um, what that means is the effect of uh, alcohol on the body's physiology is enhanced, and this effect becomes even more pronounced uh, when the carbohydrates in the diet are lower. And so altogether, this can significantly impact your tolerance, meaning that the same amount of alcohol has a much greater impact on your physiology than it would have in the context of a standard Western high-carb, nutrient-poor diet. And that's partly due to the metabolic changes that are produced by lowering carbs, which uh, are, as we've talked about before, good for you and good for migraines, and partly due to the fact that the carbohydrates in the diet can blunt the absorption of the alcohol in the stomach. And some people see this as a positive effect, as they can uh, spend much less on alcohol to produce the same, quote, effect. But um, for the migraineur, it does present a special circumstance. So when it comes to alcohol consumption for those who are predisposed to migraine, there are some relevant things to consider and some ways that you can significantly reduce the chances that um, it will have an undesirable uh, impact on you. So I'm going to first kind of cover how alcohol affects the body and in particular the ways that that uh, increases your vulnerability to migraines. And then using that knowledge, we'll develop a plan for how you can minimize the chances that that results in a visit from the beast. So first of all, there's the impact of the alcohol itself. So alcohol is a diuretic, meaning that water and minerals or salt along with it is lost through the urine. So alcohol promotes dehydration, and this plus the changes in min mineral concentration are likely a huge factor in its migraine-generating potential. So if you recall, one of the things that's common to the most powerful migraine triggers is that they are a significant disruptor of the body's homeostatic systems, meaning the systems that the body has in place to maintain stable internal conditions. And one of those uh, systems, which is hugely important, are those that maintain fluid and mineral balance. And th that largely acts at the level of the kidneys. So with alcohol, you're essentially causing this significant disruption to the body's system for maintaining fluid and mineral balance. And so the pot body has to adapt to that. Um, alcohol also impacts sleep. So uh, it specifically disrupts sleep architecture. Uh, which is the stages of sleep that we go through on a, about a every 90-minute cycle during sleep. And so that means that uh, sleep quality is impacted significantly by alcohol. 
Um, so even if you get a sufficient amount of sleep, uh, that sleep will be less restorative. However, um, the impact of that can be significantly lessened by increasing the window between the time you have alcohol and the time you sleep. So the less that's in your system when you're hitting uh, the bed, um, the less it's going to uh, negatively impact sleep architecture. Uh, alcohol also increases gut permeability. That means that certain things that are hanging out in the gut or in the intestines that shouldn't get inside the body um, can get access in the presence of alcohol. We've discussed before that this is particularly problematic for uh, migraineurs as uh, one of the sort of characteristics of this condition is a heightened sensitivity to environmental contaminants, as well as probably a greater ease of those contaminants to cross the blood-brain barrier. And then there's also the impact of what are known as congeners in alcoholic beverages. So the first part in the creation of any alcoholic beverage is uh, converting the sugars uh, into alcohol, which is uh, distillation. So after any alcohol is distilled, um, it is essentially uh, white and clear, and uh, it's basically just pure alcohol. But many alcohols are then placed in uh, wood barrels where they're aged further. And what essentially happens during the aging process is that the liquid is pulling out uh, compounds from the wood barrel, uh, which then flavors uh, the alcoholic beverage. So when you're tasting, you know, brown liquor like whiskey, um, you're basically tasting the alcohol plus compounds from wood, and we find some of those compounds uh, pleasing to taste. But the problem is there is reason to believe that those compounds, uh, known as congeners, uh, also uh, make us more vulnerable to migraines. And of course, that makes sense if we consider uh, migraines to be a mismatch disease, or um, when we do when we eat things or do things that our wild ancestors uh, likely didn't. So humans in the wild aren't eating a whole lot of wood. White liquors, on the other hand, so ones that haven't been aged inside of a, an oak barrel, um, they don't have any congeners. And then beyond uh, those things, there's also anything else that kind of comes along for the ride in any alcoholic beverages you might uh, drink. So here we're mainly concerned about sugar that might be added to cocktails. And I think if you've been listening to this uh, podcast for any length of time, uh, you'll know that combining sugar and alcohol is just asking for trouble. So that should be a hard and fast rule to not do. So with those factors in mind, here are some general principles that can considerably minimize the chances of inviting a visit from a beast um, if you are going to consume an alcoholic beverage. So the first is to drink plenty of water and to consume uh, some salt along with it uh, before, during, and after. Um, and speaking of salt, also a dose of magnesium uh, before and after can also provide a little extra insurance. As I mentioned before, alcohol is a diuretic and we're losing uh, minerals and water through the urine and the body will see this as a significant homeostatic stress. So what we want to do is make sure it has all the raw materials that it needs to respond to that stress uh, quickly and effectively. So we want to make sure that it has plenty of water and minerals to bring things back into balance. And of course, Drinking, uh, you know, water while you have any alcohol is a time-honored principle for preventing hangovers, you know, regardless of your diet or whether you're predisposed to migraines. However, you will likely need more 
uh, water and minerals than usual. Um, if you're following an ancestral uh, migraine miracle plan, um, given the augmented impact of alcohol, uh, as we discussed earlier. The second principle, uh, which is also another time-honored practice, is to have something in your stomach. So the more that's in your stomach when you have something to drink, the slower the alcohol will be digested and absorbed. The third thing is that clear liquors are better. So clear liquors like vodka, gin, and tequila don't have congeners, meaning they don't have compounds that come from uh, a wood barrel. So they are lower risk than their, their cousins who have been aged in a barrel. So here we're talking about white spirits as well as uh, wines that haven't seen the inside of a barrel. So there are uh, red and white wines uh, that aren't aged. The fourth thing is the longer the interval between your last drink and the time you go to bed, the better. So the essential goal here is we want the alcohol to be fully metabolized and completely out of our system by the time we go to sleep. And this is uh, number one, to minimize the impact of the alcohol on sleep architecture as discuss discussed earlier, and as well, since the brain is most vulnerable to migraines during, to sl during sleep, to ensure that no migraine generating compounds are still floating around inside of our bloodstream. So as I said earlier, uh, alcohol does increase gut permeability, which increases the chance that stuff that shouldn't be in the bloodstream uh, that's potentially uh, migraine generating uh, will get into it. And we don't want that still floating around once we go to sleep. The fifth thing to remember is to not pile on other cheats uh, with the alcohol. So if you're going to have an alcoholic beverage, um, otherwise eat clean, migraine-friendly uh, food around the time you imbibe. Uh, so remember, any potential triggers in food are likely to be amplified by the alcohol thanks to the increase in gut permeability. The sixth thing is to consider supplementation. So as I mentioned above, um, a magnesium supplement here is reasonable uh, beforehand and potentially after as well, in addition to supplementing with salt with the water that you drink. And in addition to this, um, there's reasonable enough evidence to support uh, taking uh, milk thistle in this context as well. So um, winemakers have used milk thistle for uh, a very long time to mitigate the impact of alcohol. And there is scientific data to support its ability to uh, detoxify alcohol through its effects on the liver. And typically, uh, the recommended amount is one to two tablets before you have something and after you have something to drink. And then the last thing is to remember moderation. So um, I think it goes without saying that the more you imbibe, uh, the more likely you wake the beast, uh, the greater the homeostatic stressor you'll present to the body, and the more likely you will um, generate a migraine. And this is true of anyone, uh, as I mentioned earlier. Uh, for some folks, uh, a hangover headache is the only time they're going to experience a migraine. So those are the seven key principles in my mind. Uh, just to recap, number one, plenty of water along with salt with it. Uh, number two, have something in your stomach. Number three, clear liquors are better and unaged wines. So anything that has not seen the inside of an oak barrel is better. Uh, number four, the longer the interval between your last drink and bedtime, the better. 
Uh, number five, uh, don't add on other cheats at the same time. So it's not the time to binge on some uh, Krispy Kreme donuts. Uh, number six, uh, consider supplementing with uh, magnesium as well as adding salt to the wa- to your water and um, milk thistle. And then number seven, uh, uh, remember that moderation is key. So there's only so much any person can get away with, uh, whether or not they're predisposed to migraine. Incidentally, as some of you know, uh, for several months during 2016, I was um, purposefully inducing migraines uh, as I was um, doing experiments to try to find a reliable uh, drug-free strategy. Uh, as I, you've heard me talk about before, um, when I realized that migraine freedom meant uh, not having to turn to drugs or medications ever again, um, I realized that that meant I would need uh, a drug-free strategy that I could count on. Uh, and this is when the um, starve and sink strategy was born. Uh, but incidentally, the way that I induced uh, those migraines was to just drink alcohol before bedtime. So this is a 100% effective strategy for me for for bringing on uh, the beast overnight, and it doesn't take uh, much at all. Really, just a single drink, uh, if it's if it's close to bedtime, will do it. And uh, to me, that just reinforces just how important the timing of when you drink uh, related to sleep is. And speaking of those uh, drug-free experiments, if you'd like to uh, read more about that and uh, uh, see the list of 11 strategies uh, for relieving uh, a migraine without uh, medications, you can go to uh, migrainemiracle.com forward slash drug free. Okay, so that's it for this episode of the Miracle Moment Question of the Week. Uh, again, you can find transcripts of these episodes at uh, mymigrainemiracle.com forward slash moment. And if you'd like to be part of our weekly clinic chats and take advantage of all the other benefits of Migraine Everland, including the Beast Slayer Training Academy, uh, you can learn more at mymigrainemiracle.com forward slash end of migraine. So that's all for today. So go out there and slay the beast. Thank you.